Do you want to last longer in bed? Permescent is the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation. One in three men suffer from premature ejaculation, but they don't have to. Go to Promescent.com to get the desensitizing spray that will allow you to have the sex you deserve. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Sign up for our mailing list. I won't spam you. I'll only send you things that will help you with your relationship and your sex life and make you laugh. And maybe give you some discounts to some fun toys and things you might need to spice up your sex life. Um, I'm here with Anderson tonight. Hey, sex. I'm so, hey, Anderson. I love that you call me sex. I don't know why. Like you think after all these years, people call me sex with Emily, but it's just the sex thing. It just I don't know warms the cockles of my heart. Oh, cockles. Cockles. I just wanted to say cock. Cockles. I love cockles. I do too. Um, so tonight's show, we're going to be talking about why people cheat. I just cannot get away from the subject. People are always asking me why men cheat, why women cheat, and it seems to be a lot of the similar answers. And there's also might be a genetic component we're going to talk about, as well as can't avoid it, love it or leave it, Valentine's Day is around the corner. So I'm going to give you some amazing gift ideas if you're wondering what the hell to get your partner. Um, so we're going to get into that. And Anderson, also, if you don't know, is the host of an amazing podcast, The Film Vault. So if you're a podcaster, which I assume, listening to podcasts, which I assume you are, you should subscribe to his podcast as well. To that? Yeah, you learn all about movies. From Paul, Paul, Brian, and I talk movies every week. Yeah. I, I used to be like a filmmaker and watch everything. And now I, I know. Go, ah. You could benefit from our program. I, I, I'm going to. And I do. And I have. And, and we I talk will. about the movie. I love movies. We went to film school, but we don't NPR it up. You know what I mean? Right. You're not like in this way that like New Yorker article where you're like, I don't even get what it was about. You're yeah. like real people talk. Real people. But talk. you're smart too. Eh, Brian might be. Eh, they're kind of smart. They have their moments. Um, okay, the first thing I have to talk about is, um, I know I've been talking about this for weeks, but I don't know if I've really been able to explain it because I've had a lot of, okay, so if you listened to my podcast last week, you might have heard my voice was really, really scratchy. Um, because sexy. I went to, It was sexy. I know, it was funny. I was on Loveline. A lot of people were tweeting that I sounded better, but I'm sorry. My voice is pretty much back. Turns out you when you go to three porn award shows in one week- you're going to come back with some kind of... What does that mean? Well, I didn't come back with any STDs. That's, that's how you it. make it sound. Emily. I Careful. know. I just came back with a, 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 an infection, an upper respiratory infection. That sounds bad too, Em. No, no, no. I didn't even kiss anyone. I did nothing. I just talked a lot, which is what I normally do. I think there's germs in Vegas everywhere, right? Of course. Especially in the porn And then parts. the porn show, Times 10. Um, you should check me out, though, on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook if you want to see all the sexy people I talk to. And we're going to have some videos. I interviewed a bunch of people on the red carpet. It was so funny because we went to the Expos Awards and, and I was at a panel. Like, the thing is, I got back from Vegas after the Avian Awards. I gave the keynote speech, which I'm going to have some video. I won't make you all sit through the hour long, but we're just going to take out, do a video of some of the best parts. And you should subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. But I felt like just like after talking and talking. And then I came back and we had the Expos, which is another big sex conference. And I was at a panel and then we the award so now i was like Ugh. but now i feel amazing antibiotics knocked it all out um but here's what was so interesting so being an avn um it's the adult video entertainment news, Network, awards. news awards 
which is basically the por- Oscar porns. But there's also like a uh, the porn of the Oscars, Oscars of porns. But there's also I had a booth there, and so I was meeting, which is amazing because you know it's not that often that I get to meet listeners of the show. I mean, I hear from them all the time, and I, I read all your emails that you send to feedback at sexwithemily.com. We try to answer all your emails, but I don't actually like. And, like, one of my goals for this year or the next year is to, like, do, like, a tour. Like, go to, like, college campuses or if you're in a certain town and you want me to come speak, email me. Because I'd love to – it felt so good to meet people who, you know, listen to the show and like it. Because I just – I'm sort of in this bubble here with you, Anderson. And, you know, I'm in L.A. running some people every once in a while. So that was fun. But it was interesting because I had a booth and, you know, I had all my sex with Emily stuff there. But I also had my Emily and Tony line. So, as you know, if you've been listening, I've got – a new line of products came out a few months ago called Emily and Tony. You can find them at emilyandtony.com. So I'm always talking about these massage candles, right? And because I think, you know, a few companies have made massage candles and I was, I was a fan of the concept, but not the idea. And so I really think that I perfected it in this candle because I tried everyone. But what I realized is that so many people don't even know what the hell a massage candle is. So they're like, yeah, whatever. That sounds freaky to me. So coming to the booth and, and having people experience it was really cool because I feel like it's the kind of thing that you have to like feel and touch. And so basically these candles, they look like regular candles. So if you light them and in your house, no one, no one's going to know like, oh, is that a massage candle? They're beautiful candles. Um, they're from France. They're classy. They look elegant in your home. Yeah, they're not porny. I mean, no, just because they just they're a, a hit at the porn show doesn't mean that they no, are no, porn no, right. related at all. I just have them there because it's massage. So they're like, they're sleek, they're modern, they're sophisticated. The scents are amazing. Like, it's, you know, vanilla and coconut and fougere. So that's great. But another thing about them is so I just light them like when I have guests coming over. They Again, they're regular beautiful candles. They could but, sell these at supermarkets. Yeah. I mean, if they're at the supermarket, they wouldn't be like out of place. It'd be like it, no one would be like, why is there a sex item in a supermarket? Exactly. Like you know? it's not weird. The, that's the thing about our packaging. We have other products as well is that it looks very discreet. It looks like you're buying a regular candle or a buying a regular lubricant. But the great thing was when people experience it, they friggin' freak out because the thing about the candles are – they're, they're not like – the only way they're not like regular candles is it's they're made out of coconut oil and, and all these really good feel, coconut oil and soybean oil, these feel-good ingredients. But it's like massage is the gateway to intimacy. So let's say you're a dude or a woman and you got someone coming over. You light candles for ambiance. Who doesn't appreciate that? They smell amazing. But then you can say, hey, you want a massage? Because what guy or girl hasn't pulled that move? You want a little massage? Usually it's the guy's. And, and you pour it and you can pour it on your partner. It turns into this luxurious massage oil. So it's not waxy. It's not hot. It's warm. You will not burn yourself and it's not messy, but it's really like warming and soothing and you can use it anywhere in your body. It relieves stress. It's like nourishing and it like makes you feel good. And people were like, Oh my God, can I buy these now? Cause I use it every morning as a body of moisturizer and, you could, and we, I'm so bummed that we weren't selling them there. We were just showing them. So I just wanted to explain to you if you didn't understand what they were, what they are, that they're just a great way for you to, you know, connect with your partner, uh, connect with yourself and you can use it anywhere in your body or just use it as a pretty candle on your table. So go to emilyandtony.com and use coupon code Emily for 20% off your first purchase. I just thought I'd explain that because after AVN, it was like, whoa, no one gets it. Okay. So today's show. Really, <laughs> at AVN, I just picture them saying that. How do you put the, the entire thing inside Yeah, these? how do I put it in my butt? How do I get it in there? Right. Well, it also hit me when I was in Chicago visiting a girlfriend and her 12-year-old son was in the room. I was like, oh, I brought you my candles. And she was like. <gasps> like Covering his eyes. Yeah, she was like, oh, you can. I'm like, it's a freaking candle. And they're beautiful. Okay. So I thought we should talk He's about. That same kid's beating off with a candle right Exactly. Now. Right. You know he is. You can't beat off with them, actually. It's all good for you ingredients. Um. 
Okay, so I want to talk about cheating. And just because it seems to come up all the time, the, the statistics are that 50% of men cheat and 50% of women cheat. And I get I get so many emails and questions about it, and I just, just wanted to shed some light on it. And I also wanted to kind of talk to you, Anderson, about it and see what you think about these points because I've been researching it a lot, I mean, for years. But when I look at the list of, like, why women cheat, why men cheat, it's a different verbiage, but basically it's saying the same thing. So it's not like men are cheating for totally different reasons than women if this, in fact, is all true. And then I'm going to throw in that there is a new component, they say, that could be genetic. So so for men, for example, they say some men, it's intimacy that scares them. So they distance themselves from their wife or their girlfriend by cheating on them. This way, they never really have to be hurt, so they can't get hurt. And I think that goes the same for women. Um, I think that, you know, people are just afraid to really commit to someone. And they're, they're afraid that, you know, something if they commit to someone that they're going to get hurt. That's true. But that's the same thing goes for, for relationships in general. Um, people who just don't even commit in relationships, but I guess I could, you know, drive someone to cheat as well. Um, I, I don't know. Have you ever had any friends who are big cheaters? Oh yeah. And why do you think they cheated? Cause they could. Because they got away with it. Cause, uh, they like to have sex with strange trim and strange trim. Their girlfriend doesn't offer that. Hey, so, by the way, if you're getting married, your fear of intimacy has kind of been defeated there. Exactly. And if so, you're getting married that's bullshit. and you're still having a fear of intimacy, well, then um, you probably need to go to therapy first. And if you know that you're going to cheat, um, I would say that you shouldn't get married and you should figure out these issues. Now, there's a lot of people who realize they're like, you know what? I'll never be monogamous. I'll just get married and cheat. And let me just tell you something. That is just... If you're in that boat right now because you want to have kids, and I totally understand that. But I also think this is something that you have to be honest with, either with a therapist or with your partner. I actually had a guy friend once said a very successful guy and, and um, in, in, in the internet space, a very close friend of mine early on who I always went to him for business advice. And he came to me for relationship advice once. And he said, you know, Emily, I'm getting married. I love my wife, but it freaks me out because I just want to know that, like, can I, like, one day, like, I can never be with anyone else? And I said, why don't you just talk to her about it? And it turns out before their wedding, he had it. And I'm not saying your wife or your partner is going to do this, but she gave him a hall pass. And she said, you know what, buddy? I don't want to know about it. If it happens, just do it. And I don't want to know. Now, that gave him. And until this day, he's never cheated. It's probably been five, six years. But it was just something about having that talk. So I would just encourage people. People sign up till death do us part. No, I'll never, you know, think my secretary's hot. But these are the kind of things that it actually helps to talk about. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, I made them up, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, another like common reason why people cheat, they say, is um, is that they want more intimacy, that they're not getting what they need, they're not getting their needs filled inside the relationship. And a lot of they say sometimes they say men seek validation outside the relationship, but they say for women she wants to help her self esteem, which is actually the same exact thing. So maybe men aren't feeling validated at home. They feel like their wife is just kind of beating down on them. And maybe women, they don't feel beautiful anymore. They don't feel sexy. And really, that's all stuff that can get solved inside of your relationship. You can talk to your partner about how you need compliments and how you need to be felt made feel how you how you need to feel how they need to help make you feel no one can make you feel anyway but if they're making you feel bad you need to have that talk about it i always say you need to compliment your partner you need to affirm them um many used to joke with me i'm like 10 times a day tell her she's hot now i know some people are like 10 times a day really and that sounds so superficial but really just like tell them you appreciate them or like i love that you took the trash out babe or i love that you made dinner or whatever it is we all need to be validated don't you think like when you come home and your wife just yells at you all day doesn't it feel bad, Anderson? Brutal. I'd be like, why aren't you out working? 
Why right. are you home when I get home? Exactly. No, I actually, it, it's easy for me because I still think that my wife is beautiful and I'm, you know, newly into the uh, the marriage. It's a year and a half. Now, five years. I'm telling her all the time that she's pretty all day, every day. Because when I look at her, I'm like, holy shit, this lady's really, really pretty and she lives in my house. It's pretty awesome. But uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years from now, hopefully, I always tell her this, like, uh, if you get a puppy. Yeah. And then the pup, the, the dog grows into a dog. The puppy grows up. You always see that puppy. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. I'm that. thinking I'm always going to see her the way that she's beautiful. Yes. Like she see, is. I love you. I love men like you. I think you will. Especially if you keep talking about sex in your relationship. So the next, the next point that comes up for both men and women is they want something new. They want, what did you say earlier? Different. Strange trim. They want strange trim. Right. They want strange trim. And I think the same goes for men and for women. They get tired with their sex life. They also... Not only do they get tired of the same person, but I believe that they get they, they get bored and they want they they want something else, but they never try to turn it towards their partner and say, you know, babe, I'd really like to tie you up tonight. I think that'd be really hot. People have the hardest time talking to their partners about sex and about dating and all this stuff. About I mean, about sex and about what they want to try in the bedroom. That that conversation about your sex life needs to start early on because yes, you were all having amazing sex the first six to twelve months. Maybe two years, you know, maybe longer. But eventually, like everything in life, you're going to want to expand it. You're going to want to try something different. So I think people think, oh, God, they make these assumptions about their partner that she'll never go for it or he'll never go for it. So they think the only way is to get it outside. But you never know. I mean, talking to your partner about it and, and starting to learn to talk to your partner about sex, it gets a lot easier. So I would say before you cheat... Communication is a lubrication. How many times have you all heard me say that? So it's a last resort is what you're saying. Cheating yeah, is a last cheating resort. is a, If you're going to cheat, get a divorce, separate, whatever. But try to work it out in your relationship. I get why people want to like, you know, try the, the, the tie-up thing. It's it's like you don't want to get rejected again. That's one good thing about being in a married, committed relationship. You don't have to deal with being rejected yeah. by, by people. And you don't want your own spouse to be rejecting some of your ideas. Right. So they think I'm just going to go outside so I have to deal with it. Terrifying. But yeah. I don't think that... I think if you start early on, and I'm talking to you before you get married, start talking. If there's this thing that you've always wanted to try, but you're like, she's too good of a girl. Like, you know, she would never go for it or he would never go for it. I think that you're going to be surprised. I think that many people would be surprised about that one thing that you think that your partner would never do. They might just do, or they might compromise, you know, compromise. They might be like, no, I don't want my legs tied up, but you can tie my arms up. Or you can blindfold me. You know, it's a gateway. You and if they know. flat out say no, just say, fine, cheating time begins. No, don't do that either. No, okay, the that. variety thing is, that's another one, though. That's kind of like what you're saying, strange fringe or different fringe. <laughs> strange trim. Trim. They <laughs> crave variety. A lot of men admit to cheating because they crave variety and new experiences. And I think this is even more so with men, though, even if they're happy in their current relationship, which I, which I find, you know, I kind of find it lame, but I also get it that men are meant to spread their seed. If you, do you, if you get believe it, in the Emily? biology? Do you, I think you probably I'm get it more than a lot of girls. Yeah. I really do get it because... I believe that I can have real intimacy and have sex with with um, different partners at one not at the not like a, a gangbang, but I could be having sex with a guy like this week and someone else the next week and, and really like them all a lot and feel very connected. Not you think like, of sex as kind of like chocolate, yes, a little bit, yeah, exactly. Sometimes I want white chocolate, sometimes but like, I, I think a lot of women chocolate. they wow, well, <laughs> they don't get the primal urge is really there in a lot of in a lot of guys, especially early on, and, and you know, lucky for us, it tends to dissipate a little bit as you get older. Hopefully, once you're married. I know I was a lot worse five years ago. Right. But I still got friends like in their late 40s and, and early cheating? 50s. And it's not even the cheating. It's just like they're at the gym and, a, you know, a girl walks by and they're just tortured. They're just like, I, I have to have that. I right. can't have that. But I 
I want it so badly. It's this horrible It's like Matt Catherwood, too, every night he talks Catherine about that. Catherwood's an extreme example of he that. He is an yes. extreme example. He's the, one of the hosts of Loveline um, radio show. You should download the podcast of that as well. I'm on Thursday nights. So I think that that is more men than women. Women are like, I don't get it. I'm happy with him. We're good. We have a good marriage. But I think for men, it could be genetic. It could be that gene they have. It could just be, you know, the Whatever, men see women and they want to tap that ass. Biologically, it makes perfect sense. It I does, mean, We're supposed to spread you know, the seed and spread the gene. And like, if you're not strong enough, you can't do it because uh, you, can't, you can't get out of, uh, away from your wife because she'll hit you with a, exactly. the rolling pin. And women are, are, are nesting, you know. Um, and then and on the flip side, um, a lot of women can be you know, emotionally withdrawal too. So let's say men are out there looking for something else. They want you know, Women are emotional beings. They don't need physical work, but they also need emotional support. So this is why way women cheat. This is just another one that might be a little different. Sometimes if they retreat from the relationship, like if a man retreats and isn't there for her, for her emotionally, she might see it as a sign that things are they're through that like there's a breakup coming so she might not be into cheating but she's into moving on and to avoid this and being present uh she might decide to, to cheat that could be the other way and another thing is bedroom boredom i kind of talked about that but um you know the same old same old with your person i mean i think this is all connected that we all want a little you know people ask me all the time the number one question is how do we spice it up and it starts at the beginning of your relationship because i do believe that there becomes a point of no return because a lot of couples ask me can we ever get it back we had this great spark and i understand the years that you have kids you know the first, you know, five to ten years sometimes, it can be really hard to get that spark back, but it's something that you have to make a priority, whether it's getting a babysitter once a month, once a week, whatever it is, making room for sex and, you know, spicing things up. Buy my book. I never talk about my book anywhere, but Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Could Try Tonight. It's a great book. It's a great Valentine's Day present also. Hot Sex, Over 200 Things You Could Try Tonight. You, I gave you a copy. Oh, Try Tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see I it really it. fast. Buy it on Amazon. I thought website. you said trying tonight. I'm like, what? You doing speed? Well, it actually is. all night? It actually 200 things you can try tonight, and if you do try it all night. But the thing I love about my book, and I'm not just saying this because my book, I really swear, is that you can just flip through it. You don't need to buy special props. You know, it's just like cool different positions. That you can be like, let's try that tonight, babe. Like, you know what's fun? What? I did it with my wife, actually. My I, said, I said, we had the book, your book, on the coffee table. I love it. And you. I said, uh, we're just going to flip to a random page. Whatever page it lands on, that's what we're doing tonight. And did you? No, because it kind of landed on something hardcore. That she Cow driver or something? <laughs> but I gave her a, a, a mulligan, and we did, we did it again, and we and we used, uh, well, yeah. What was it? Do you remember? I don't recall. Oh, you don't want to share. I love I like that. That's how the book should be used, okay? Especially for people like me with ADD. I'm not going to read put that. Put it on, yeah, put it on a nightstand. Put it on your nightstand. Put it on a nightstand. It's beautiful illustrations. It's We actually took pictures of real people having sex, and then they're illustrated, and the illustrations are, like, award-winning. So it's called Hot Sex. Go to my website. You can find it there, and if you buy it through my Amazon link, then, you know, that would help me, too, because, you know. I like making some money off the book at some point in life. So, also, another thing both men and women have said why they cheat, it's a, it's a revenge because they were cheated on. So, women do it because he cheated. He does it because she cheated. Um, or a past relationship cheated and they're exactly. just cheating on the sex. I've seen that happen a lot. Exactly. So, they say, oh, I'm going to get you back. But to me, that is just so, so unhealthy. Go to therapy first. Work on your relationship first. But don't just, you know... Don't just, I mean, I don't know how people could do that. Like, to me, I'm not a revengeful person. I might just get angry, but I think, you know, you need you need therapy and you need to work it out. I don't think that um, a lot of, and, and also, here's another thing. If your partner has cheated, it doesn't mean that the relationship is over. I've actually seen a lot of couples have gotten through cheating 
and it's gotten through the cheating episodes and, you know, 20 years later, they're still together. Um, it can make your relationship stronger. It can also tell your part. But if you're really committed to make it work, it doesn't have to mean the end. Do you know couples who've cheated and they stay together? Yeah. I mean, it takes years and years. And I know, not to sound sexist, but I know that the ladies like to bring it up whenever shit starts to hit the fan again a little bit. You know what I mean? They'll be fighting about something else five years later and it'll go right back to the cheating. Well, that's the thing. You never, yeah. You kind of got to make a, you kind of got to make a commitment that like we're not going to bring it up. Or he just has to pay for the rest of his life. Exactly. Or she has to pay for the rest of her life. That's a hard one. I'm telling you. I know a lot of couples that couldn't get past it, but many who have. My mom always tells me. It's funny. She's, you know, had a lot of friends who've been married for 50 years. And she says, you know, all my friends, she's had the same group for years. She says they, they're in their 30s, 40s. They had some issues and they each whatever, but they're still together. So I think people, and of course I hear from listeners all the time, they can get through it. So I don't know. It all goes back to therapy and getting a third party to help you get through it. Um, the other thing is you, um, that you don't think you're in love anymore. And when you don't feel in love with your partner anymore, it can be so tempting to not deal with that feeling, but to replace those lost feelings with the excitement that comes with meeting someone new. Wow. If this new person is making me feel so good and new and wanted and beautiful and desired and sexy, but it's just a really poor substitute. It is. It delays the inevitable. So again, if you're thinking of cheating, go back to working on your relationship. So... Um, the other thing is they also say women cheat sometimes because they want to be the bad girl, their frisky behavior. Um, you know, again, if you've always been frisky girl, you probably, I think it probably didn't start in your relationship. So again, these are the conversations that you have at the beginning of the relationship. A lot of people hide things. They have all these secrets from each other before they even get together. So that's what I want to say about that. The other thing I want to bring up is a genetic component. Okay. Now this is controversial, but I found it very interesting. So, um, there was an article, a study that came out recently. I think it was with, like, you know, all the Elliot Spitzer stuff was happening, and I've been reading a lot about it. And there's a study that came out that said it's the first kind of its study, and researchers at the Binghamton University State University of New York, Binghamton University State University of New York, they discovered that about half of all people have a gene that makes them more vulnerable to promiscuity and cheating. Those with a certain variant of the dopamine receptor D4 polymorphism, so DRD4 gene, were more likely to have a history of uncommitted sex, including one-night stands and acts of infidelity. So basically, it's a thrill-seeking gene. Yeah, I was going to say, are these also addicts? Yeah, so it's connected to... A thrill-seeking... I thought you were the basically about what was going to go off. Is that basically? Is that what happened? You said basically a lot, which is if you say that on Loveline, we On this you. show yeah. or always do I? Oh, on this show. You don't say it on Loveline at all. But tonight have I on the show? You said it like nine times. No. Yeah. Like five. Five oh, to nine. I'm so sorry if everyone's turning off. I didn't mean it. No, no, no one, no one We have a basically bell on Loveline. Every right. time a caller calls up and says basically, we ding them. And oh, I just... That's do- 11. Shit. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so the desire to cheat or sleep around seems to originate in the brain's pleasure and reward center with the rush of dopamine um, motivates those who are vulnerable, researchers have said. So there is variation in the thrill-seeking gene, and those with much longer, uh, those with more of this gene are more likely to to uh, be promiscuous. Yeah. And it turns out that everyone has a gene, but the height varies, the amount of information it varies. So it's also, you can, be, you can inherit the gene. So when the brain is stimulated, drinking alcohol, jumping from planes, having sex, it releases dopamine, the pleasure hormone, which we all know, but the people with the DRD4 gene need more and more and more stimuli to feel satisfied. So 
I mean, but not everyone's convinced of it. They say certain people are vulnerable to the affairs. Um, you know, it just depends on. It. So I just think but that's interesting. Most, most everybody's vulnerable to the affairs. Yeah, uh, exactly. But I think, um, you know, but not everyone who has this gene either is going to become like a slut or a cheater. I think it's just interesting to note because I feel like there are certain guys that I know or that I've dated or that I can tell. I'm like, he won't be a cheat. Like, I know this guy would never cheat. And then there's guys I've dated are like, he might be a cheater. And usually I'm right. Do you know what usually I mean? Usually it's because you're you're banging him and his wife's at home. And no, she's not calling those, and not he's saying, those Emily, guys. quiet. I got to talk to the I wife. I don't sleep with married men anymore. Anymore. <clears throat> I've had my moments. But you know, I used to be a cheater. I've talked about this, being a reformed cheater. I do not cheat anymore. But how can you? I just, what do you mean? How could I? Yeah, I mean, you're not really in a position to cheat. Because I'm not in a relationship. Right. Well, if I don't commit, you can't cheat. Right. Right. Think so there's anyone sick enough to go out and get in a relationship so they can cheat because that's cool. their favorite kind of sex? You know what? I think that a lot of – yes. And I think a lot of people get into relationships thinking that it will cure their desire to cheat. They're like, well, well, I found this woman and I'm madly in love with her. So my cheating days are behind me. And we all know the dopamine. You know, you know if, you, if, you, if you look at a person's brain, a brain of a person who's falling in love, like if you look at the brain waves, it's exa- identical to that to a person who is who's going insane. Or who's on cocaine? Like they look at these studies, it's like the same exact pattern because you're falling in love or you're going crazy. It's like your body is just in these crazy form. When you're falling in love, you can't imagine that you'd ever cheat on this beautiful person in front of you. But chemicals, they go up, they go down. People's uh, jowls go up. People do a lot of things with addictions they think are going to help them. You know, I'll date a sober person so I won't drink, or I'll get this job so I won't, you know. But anyway, I just thought y'all might like to know that you shouldn't cheat. And I know that you might. Thanks, Emily. But um, <laughs> I'm not here to shame you on it. I'm just here to say people ask me all the time and there's some reasons for it. And to, if you're thinking about it, I promise you it's better. It's like ripping a bandaid off. Just talk to your partner about what you're missing in the relationship and going to therapy ASAP because therapy is amazing and will help your relationship. There is no worse way to, to hurt someone or be hurt. I exactly. Mean, I think most of us can speak to that. Yeah. It, it's it really the most is. painful thing in the whole world. And you it's re- selfish. When it comes down to it, whether you have the gene or not, we should just call the, the gene the selfish gene. It is a selfish gene. Every, you know, I, I'm borderline myself at times, but every drug addict I know, myself included, a lot of my really good friends and family, they're just the selfish, most selfish people I know, whether exactly. it's genetic or not. It's been proven that with drugs and drinking, it is genetic. But what it boils down to is you are more likely to give in to that selfish side of you. Exactly. Whether it's chemicals or not. Exactly. So whatever it is, it's like that impulse, that moment, and we it's hard to hard to say no because you think it's going to make you feel good, but usually you end up like like most addiction. What's the difference between a good addiction and a bad addiction? Have you ever heard this? No. A bad addiction feels good when you're doing it, and you feel bad after. But a bad wait wait good addiction probably feels bad during, yes. but like my gym addiction, that right? Addiction. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. I learned that in yoga. Once. Hey, you know what would be great tell for me. a future episode? Tell me signs of cheating. Ooh. That'd be a good one, right? That is a great one. Will you, will you email that to me right now? Nope. Oh, man. Because if I do it, then the recording gets all screwed up. I'm okay, like, don't do it. Got to put your priorities I know. straight. I'll you know, tell we've you done that out. one before in the past, but not in a really long time. Your partner might be cheating on you. Um, that's a great one. So, Personally uh, speaking, when I was in uh, like high school, I fell in love with the first time, and I was with this girl for three years, and I was like 15 when it began and 18 when it ended, and this was the girl for me. Like My life, relationship-wise, was over. She was it. And then I found out that she was, you know, banging half of the gang that was at my school as well as a few football players. And, you know, it all came apart. And I was not a big fan of monogamy for a while after that. Not that I cheated a bunch, but I'm just like, you know what? It's all sham. It took me a long time to get back. To recover from that. Did you ever think that she was cheating? No, not at all. I was very naive. But I was a kid, too, you know. Right. No, the first time I had a guy cheat on me, too, I was like, I I was surprised. I was like in my 20s and I was 
I thought, oh my God, he loves me so much. We're having the best sex of our life. He tells me, he, 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 he adorns me with gifts, with gifts, but mostly with, with praise and love. And, and I was shocked that he cheated. So, um, I think that that really can ruin, like, can really set you it back. It can scar you for a while. It can yeah. scar you. So, but actually, I have read about this and written about it, signs that they're cheating. They always talk about, um, he or she, they start dressing better. Like, why is he wearing that certain cologne? Why does he always shower when he gets home? Um, Guarding the cell phone. All of a sudden, there's oh, a lock a, on the cell phone. That's a pure one, yeah. Right? Password protected on everything. Um, begins making hurtful remarks about you. Starts spending hours late at work. You know, you start hearing these things. Um, doesn't want sex. Hiding things. I mean, I think we all kind of can get them, but that is a good show. Or if you've been, um, if you've got ever been cheated on or have signs of it or anything to add to this conversation or questions at all about anything sex relationship, you can always email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Um, okay, but hey, before we move you, on to it, a lot of the time too, they go the other way hard, and they'll start to like be extra nice to you and get you extra things because the guilt is building up during the yeah, day. Yeah, that's true too. They're, if they're so, bringing you flowers too much, you might wonder what's going too on. Too many compliments. Yeah. Another sign of cheating, or people who have the propensity to cheat, is is that projection. So if you're with someone who's terribly jealous, oh yeah, this is and the they're worst. always like. There's like, where are you going? What are you doing? What, who are you on the phone with? Why are you always out so late? And you're like, I'm not doing anything. A lot of times it's because they're the one cheating. That slut in high school that broke my heart. She it, was like that. She was always accusing. And I was just right? I was right? smoking cigarettes at a donut store reading about sharks and marine biology right. while she was out partying. And uh, she was always accusing me of cheating. Exactly. Like, so be careful. If your partner out of nowhere starts accusing you of these all these strange things that make absolutely no sense to you. I mean, if you are cheating, you, you know why. But if it makes no sense to you, this should make you go, hmm. And you know what that is? It's so simple. It's them thinking with their brain right. as you. And they're thinking, like, you're an attractive person who goes out. You have uh, the capability of cheating. And if I was you, I totally would be. Exactly. That's almost the best. That's almost one of the best signs to tell. Yeah. I do think one. so. It's a bad one. It's a vicious cycle a lot of the time, too. Because then it starts going back and forth. And You're right. I've had so many... Yeah, I've had a lot, I've had people do that to me too. That's a great one. I'm so glad you you brought that up, Anderson. Signs, I love of, that signs of cheating. Signs of cheating. Sex with them. Um, but but let's go to something more positive now. Or not that that isn't positive. I hope that was informative. But let's How talk to cheat about and Valentine's get away with it? Day. Uh, How to cheat and don't don't cheat on Valentine's Day. That would be the worst day to cheat. I had a friend who waited till Valentine's Day to break up with his girlfriend because he hated her so much. No, <laughs> that's terrible. Did she do something wrong? No, she was just kind of a bitch. Right. I guess a lot of women. That happens. Um, <laughs> or men. But yeah, hopefully you won't break up on Valentine's Day and you won't propose on Valentine's Day. I just think that's lame. You should save proposing for another day. Unless you did that. And I'm sorry. Like a more personal. Did personal you propose day. on Valentine's Day? I mean, look at me. Absolutely. Of course. I'm that did guy. Did you really? Hell no. Okay, good. Easter. Don't do it. I did it on Easter. Oh, that's good. Because Easter's like about the bunny. Well, was, yeah. And she, I, I gave her a little Easter egg hunt and I put the ring in the last egg that she found. Yeah, it was a good oh, time. That, you did? Because Easter's her favorite holiday. So, oh, yeah. it is. See, that's, see, that is so sweet. She's I still, love it. She still has the egg that I hid it in. Really? Yeah. I'm what? embarrassed. I shouldn't have said any of this. Wait, no, that's really cute. She still has the I would no, I would keep the egg. I keep I have every love letter, every email. Every dildo. Every dildo no. You I do have to, in your apartment. You've told well, me. I do. It's so funny because Dr. Drew, I was on his podcast this morning, his um All About Women podcast. And he was like, Will you please take pictures of your apartment and send it to me? I want to see your house. Because I do have sex toys everywhere. And I actually do need to start getting rid of some. Not the ones that are just because I've tried them all and they are all over the place. But those are the used ones. Those are in my bedroom, private. My humor is a little dark sometimes, but 
this isn't even funny. It seems like if you need to give some of those away, as long as they're new, like the battered women's shelter could probably use some Exactly. Vibrator right? Relief Program. Yeah. Absolutely. And I actually have, I know, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a hundred emails. You guys are, I have given a lot away. I actually did give one to an organization that my, my friend worked for, for actually for battered women in LA. I gave her a bunch. I also um, donated some to the Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco. I had a lot of condoms and fleshlights and stuff. But, um, and I, so most of them are gone now, but I, I mean, I get them because I have to test them, but I will be giving away toys. In fact, okay, so Valentine's Day week, follow me on Twitter, Sex with Emily, and also like my Facebook page if you haven't already, which I don't know why you haven't because it's chock full of information. We're going to be doing a Twitter contest where every day in Facebook, social media, Instagram, everything, where we're giving away toys. And we give away a lot. We're going to be giving away cool stuff. Probably some of these things that I'm about to talk about now. So, Do you call it toys for twats? Toys for twats. I love it. Do you call it that? <laughs> no, but I will. But if I call it Toys for Twats, I'll probably get kicked off Facebook. I did get kicked off Facebook, my, my Sex with Emily page once early on. I don't remember what it was. It was nothing. I mean, it was something about masturbation. It was like five years ago. And all of a sudden, I had like all these likes and they took down my page, but I got it back up. Uh, run by. No, I don't even know what it's run by. No, no. Okay, so here's some things. If you're wondering about Valentine's Day, which honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the, you know, it depends who you're dating, right? And they say men hate Valentine's Day. It's, you know, it's a, it's a it holiday. It sucks. It's an obligation. I can tell you, you right now. It's an way? obligation. I absolutely hate it. And every girl I dated, I let them know up front. Like, if we're getting close to February, I'd be like, look, I hate this Hallmark invented holiday. It's against everything I stand for. I'm not giving in. And I never did. And you never I, get them anything? I never got them anything. No. I want to do it. We yeah. do stuff all the time, but not for Valentine's Day. I treat it like a, any other Tuesday or whatever day it fell on. Refuse to even acknowledge Seriously, it. Seriously, you guys don't even go to dinner or anything? But now that I'm married, I kind of feel like all bets are off. And yeah, I give her whatever she wants. And I don't want her to feel slighted. So I... Oh, so now that you're married... I give her a couple things. Yeah, I give her like a box of chocolate. I mean, something not too... Inspired. I don't put Do too much effort into story? it. Do you want another sex Do you want me to bring you one? Yeah, that'd be perfect. Did, I ever, like bring you, did I ever bring you one? Oh, yeah. You brought me a few. I've got you, a couple. You got to let me know how they worked out, what she liked. I don't talk about that. We'll talk... I don't talk about that. Well, how am I going to give you something right for her? <laughs> we can talk about it off air. How's that? Anderson. I'll point. I don't talk to you about it off air either. It's very embarrassing. Okay, fine. Then I don't want to get your wife anything to make her happy. The little one with the spikes. Okay. I don't remember what spikes. <laughs> There's something <laughs> you put on your finger. Oh, the nubby thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she like that? It's tough. It was, I, yeah. it was a finger vibrator. Those are so good. Okay, so everything I'm going to mention now you can get with at sexwithemily.com slash good vibes. Use coupon code Emily. And you will get 15% off your order. And you should order now when you hear this because um, Valentine's Day is around the corner. So these are the – I'm going to talk about some couple vibes. So um, some couple things because, first of all, here's the thing about Valentine's Day. Even if you're a guy and you hate it, you love it, she loves it, you hate it, doesn't – I don't even care what it is. I believe – take – you know, you don't need fancy reservations. You don't need the flowers and chocolates. What I think is it's a day of love. And I like to say love – I like to think about that as sex. So this is a great day to have amazing sex. And this is a great day to do little something different in the bedroom that you don't normally do. And you can make dinner at home, like pick up some something from Whole Foods or Ralph's, I don't care, and have a romantic like picnic in your bedroom. But have do something sexy. Do something a little different. Have a threesome with a sex toy. So I'm going to talk about you with my favorite, some of my favorite couple toys. So for years, the Wee Vibe. Have you heard of the Wee Vibe? It's this sex toy that um, it's especially made for couples, and they've had a Wee Vibe one, a Wee Vibe two, a Wee Vibe three. And I'm going to be honest with you all, I haven't loved them. So how they work is just go. To, it's it's going to take me. It's hard to explain these things, but it goes inside of her, 
so it hits her inside of her vagina. It looks like a a U, right? So it goes inside, and then the outside is hitting her clitoris. But if you're having sex on top of her, you're rubbing it onto her on the top of her clitoris, and inside it's going inside of her vagina, hitting her G spot. Sounds great, but like the three sort of slipped around, but the four is supposed to be like their best one yet, okay? You can control it with six vibration modes with a wireless remote uh, control. It also has an echo pattern that throbs between the ends of the vibe for incredible in and out stimulation. It's waterproof, environmental friendly, and you guys can make sweet, sweet love together with the Wii Vibe 4. Okay, then there's the, okay, whatever, the Mimi. I've talked about it for a million years, but I love the Mimi because it's very powerful, and I mean powerful, and discreet. It looks like a little, like a skipping stone, and it's very soft, and it fits in the palm of your hand, and it has six levels, and the the, the, the vibrations are so strong, and it's super quiet, so if you have kids or you just hate the noise, because I hate those vibrations. Especially for women or for me, like, I don't want to be distracted when I'm having sex. I got to be in my mind. I got to be in my body. <laughs> yeah, you can't even hear it like that. This is why I love doing shit with Anderson. How do you? Not how, only because he's great, but he has sound effects. What? How do you change the uh, the, the 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 level on those things? You do just they have a little it. remote, well, or the it. actual little stone? Well, it depends has on the vibrator. Yeah, the little stone. Have you ever seen it? Like it's the Mimi. So, I've heard you talk about the Juju Mimi. Yeah, the Juju Mimi, like five thousand times. times. Yeah. So I just love it. It's soft, and it's 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 a little tiny plus button, and you just one, two, three, four, five, six, and it turns on, and it goes dudes, higher and higher and higher and higher. Just don't stand a chance. No, they do. It's for clitoral stimulation. She still needs your penis inside of her. This is clitoral. Okay. It's for the outer. Got yeah, it. it's for the outer. So the first one was for the inner, but the outer, and it's cute. It's pink, and it also comes with a um, a tie, like a silk tie that you can tie around her if you want to blindfold her or if she wants a blindfold. Oh, I thought you, you were like dressing it up like Mr. Potato Head. No, you don't. put a tie on it. <laughs> I thought you meant. <laughs> you could tie up. You could dress up your vibrators however you want, but it's really discreet, and, and he'll even, you know, he doesn't have to know that you're using it, and he can also use it as well. Because a lot of women, as we know, need extra clitoral stimulation during sex. So, again, that's sexwithemily.com slash good vibes. Coupon code Emily. Then there's the new one from Jiju, which is I'm obsessed with now, the Mio. It is a cock, cock ring, penis ring. I don't like saying cock ring. Well, I talk to the media all the time, and I say penis ring. So We call it a C-ring. A C-ring. That's so amazing is that they help men stay harder. That's why they were originally invented, right? That they've had them at shops forever. But so men can stay harder longer. But these have an incredible range of vibrations and they're really comfortable fit. They're stretchy. They're one size fits all. I've given some to some guys and they're like, that won't fit me. But believe me, it stretches and it's waterproof and it's really like quiet again. It's super soft amazingly sturdy silicone and it's durable to handle your sexual acrobatics. So there's some penis rings that like slip and slide all around. But the great thing about this is that it's powerful vibrations on both sides. And the reason why you want vibrations is because again, it goes on your penis, keeps you harder. But when you're having sex with her, it hits her clitoris. As she's going up and down, she's getting this vibration on her clitoris. And many a man loves the vibration on their balls and on their penis. Vibrations, not only for women only. So this is the Mio, M-I-O. It's like your little helper if you're a guy. Exactly. It's like your, your wingman. It's your little helper. It's your wingman. They also like kind of give you a reach around a little. Yeah, it's your sure yeah. thing. Have you ever tried one of these rings? You're not going to answer, but I might give you one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, great. That was a good conversation. Okay. Love life smile. Okay. Okay. The love lifeline. I know if you have heard of Oh My Bod. For years, they've been around and they've made these vibrators that actually go to like the town. They started with the iPod. Yeah, iPod. Um, when people had iPods and 
it goes to the sound of your music. So, oh my bot is now expanded. So you could, um, you know what I'm saying? It plugs into your phone your now. panties, right? Yeah, and panties. They got remote control panties and all this stuff. And it vibes to your music. But now they have this new line called Love Life. So I'm just saying they make great products. And, and I love the couple, actually. Um, Brian and Suki, they're friends of mine from all these sex world I'm in. But the Love Life line is so, like, it's really cool because there's six vibrators in, in the collection. And they're each one of them is sort of named after different stages of their relationship. They've been together like 25 years. Um, and this one is called the Smile Rechargeable Vibrator. And it's really special because it's adorable. It's really cute. It's white. and has a little heart on it. Um, it's a palm-sized cutie. It doubles as a clitoral powerhouse with the most intense vibrations concentrated in the heart-shaped silicone nub. Plus, what man can can really possibly fear a cute, vibrating heart? What are the other stages of the relationship that they're Okay, is that good? I mean, I'll pull it up right now because I, I, I think the Love Life line, like I saw them at, because um, you know I go to all these. Um, sex conventions. Sex yes. conventions. I'm looking it up now. and um, Please tell me they have one like the argument and it's kind of like rough um, and spiky. What did you say? They have like uh, one called the oh, argument. Oh, right. The Rocky Tiggy. Oh, we want to we crack each other's eyes up. Wait, hold on. Let me I find it real quickly. So so they've been together. And yeah, so I go to these shows and I always see all the new products coming out beforehand. And we've got the Love Life. So they've got the Smile Rechargeable Vibrator. The um, Discover. It's a mini rechargeable variety. That was about like the discovery part of the relationship. Does it have a camera on it? No, that's oh. a good idea. They have the Share Couples Ring. They have the Dream Rechargeable Vibrator. And Wait, how's the couple's ring? I'm sorry to cut you off. How does the couple rings It's the same thing. It's a, it's a penis ring. So does it go inside her, though, and capture you? No, no, no. It's a penis ring. But they're calling it a couple's okay, ring. got it. You know what? They don't have the whole, like, definition of why they made this line here. I just know it if you buy the... Um, I love the idea behind it, though, with all the different stages. I know. It's really cute. And I don't even know if they put this on there, but, like... I just loved it because I love them as a couple and whatever. So all their stuff is super cute. And the thing I like about all these products from the Love Life line is that they're that they're great for Valentine's Day because they do have hearts on all the products. Like, not cheesy hearts, but they're pink and white and they're, like, really sweet and cute presents. So I really did pick out my favorite ones here. I'm not just, like, I wouldn't do that to you people. These are really ones that I've tried and that I, that I like. Okay, so also if you're not – okay, so those are some good couples ones, but also they're clitoral, so, you know, you can use them alone. But, again – Singles. Let's talk about singles on Valentine's Day for a second. Because I honestly, I'm single most Valentine's Day. In fact, I'm going to be in New York on Valentine's Day. And it's funny because my partner, Tony, for Emily and Tony, he was like, I'm going to fly home on the 15th. He's like, well, you, because he's married. You know, he's like, are you going to be cool? Like, Valentine's Day is the 14th. And I'm like, I don't care about, like, I love being, I mean, not that I won't have friends and stuff to do, but I don't put that much value on it because I have been alone a lot on Valentine's Day. I always think that, like, first of all, if you're alone on Valentine's Day, I don't want you all bumming out with your friends and why don't I have someone, blah, blah, blah. It's a day about love. Love yourself. You know, like Woody Allen said, masturbation is sex with someone you love. Have some love with yourself. Plus, oh, there's so many great single parties going on. Oh, my night. God. It's the best day to go to a bar. I'm usually really jealous that I'm not single on Valentine's Day. I know. Day. Me too. Because everyone at a bar that night just put down your cell phone because if you notice these days, you go, everyone's on their phone the whole time. So if you're single and you're going to a bar and you're on your phone the whole time, it's not going to happen. But... You know, so all your friends, they've saying their boyfriends, they got them this or that, and they're so great, and they say, someday you'll understand. Well, you can tell them about this. Someday you'll understand that you had eight orgasms in a half hour. So here's what you got on Valentine's Day, you people, with your, with your, okay, so we got to talk about the original magic wand that we've talked about for a long time. It's uh, the Mack truck of all vibrators. It doesn't pretend to be anything it's not. It plugs into the wall. It's the most powerful vibrator on the planet. I thought you just were making a noise about the magic wand. 
I heard it in my brain. Um, so it helps you discover how much pleasure your body is capable of feeling, which is very powerful. So if you're staying home watching movies and masturbating, that's a really great night. There's also the um, the the original medic ones. There's the mystic, okay? So it's kind of it's kind of it's mini. So if you don't want the whole magic wand big experience, it's called the um, mystic, and you can experience it without the big bulk. You don't have to plug it in. And it's for all the ladies out there who are longing for a strong vibrator with some compassion for their vagina. Um, so it's not the big Mac truck. It's not the big Mac truck, no. but it's really powerful. And again, all of these, sexwithemily.com slash good vibes. Coupon code Emily. Sorry for the repeating of, I hate when I do that, but I don't want you to miss this. Then there's the Fifi, also by Jeju. Waterproof rechargeable vibrator. So you remember the rabbit? You know the rabbit vibrator. Of course, everyone knows the rabbit. Right? Yeah. Sex in the City. Well, if you look at that friggin' rabbit from 10 years ago, it was like this huge rabbit with, a, you had to carry on the battery pack, like it took like four double Ds. Right. It was so annoying. Wasn't there like a butterfly that was similar yeah. as well? There was that weird one that strapped to you. like Yes, the butterfly. I yeah. still have that one. They still make that one, but it's a little more souped up now. But yes, the uh, the, the bunny was not very Fifi-ish. Right. But if you look at the Vivi, the Jeju Fifi, it is a uh-huh. great rabbit. It's um it's particularly breed of rabbit that gives full internal stimulation while it's thumping big floppy ears hit your clitoris. It's rechargeable. You can use it over and over again without having to leave your bedroom for those double D batteries, which sucked. Um, and then there's the Stronic Ings Thruster. So this has been like in all the rage at all the sex toys this year. And again, whether you're single or in couples, these are all great gifts. So the Thruster is by Fun Factory, and it's not a vibrator. It thrusts. Mm, I think I did an um, Instagram of it, if you check out my Instagram. Wait, I don't understand. How does it Instead get... of like vibrating, it like moves right. backwards and forwards. I get that, but what's like supporting it? It's like it's, it's, it's put the it motor in it. No, I, you just ha- you just you hold have... it. It thrusts. Oh, you hold it yourself. But okay. if you put it on the ground, it'll. It, I mean, if you put it gotcha. and you just turn it on, it thrusts forward. So, um, they say that um, a lot of women say that using vibrator isn't the same as doing with a penis, and they're totally right. But sex engineers did develop the Stronic Eens. That's E I N S. So it can hit exactly the right spot while making a perfect forward back motion. It's mathematically impossible that a man and his penis can be that precise and innovative while animalistically pumping away. The best part, you hold the controls to its thrusting member. I don't know if the people like this. It, it, it's a, um, I really thought it was super cool and it's something different, but people are like crazy, crazy, crazy. Is it like it. those things? You ever been to like a furniture company where they, they show you how many times like, they have that thing that's just sitting down on the chair over and over again? You know what I mean? Have you seen that? No. Like hitting springs and it's just like on nonstop. Is it, I think it's kind of like that. You know uh, what I'm No. I would like to say something for the men out there and Go to ahead, the ladies. Let's talk about it. Yes. Listen to all these products. I know the flashlight exists, and you're right. probably going to get there. Oh, yeah. But that's it, right? Look at all these that's different the things only... to please the ladies. It's difficult. It's hard. I mean, there's an entire there's entire factories and labs and scientists working on all this stuff on how to please the ladies. It's difficult. It is difficult. But, you know, I have to say that... My mom's texting me right now. This is embarrassing. Oh, no. Tell her that we're talking about your penis. I actually should mention the flashlight because I think that the flashlight, if you go to my website and you click on the flashlight banner um we have special discounts there as well for you all you peoples um flashlight is is pretty amazing and i it, it's like does everyone know what the flashlight is do you know do you know what it is anderson like, i think a lot of it. people know it's a weird name i guess because it's supposed to look like a flashlight yeah like I a flashlight but it's a flashlight name. and it's the kind of thing that you can like you know travel with and you can put, so, it looks like a and it is really one of the only male sex toys it's like a masturbation sleeve and 
a lot of porn stars have them made of their vagina, but it's also great for stamina training. Um, it just can feel great to, you know, masturbate yourself with something else besides your hand. Truck drivers love it. Truck drivers love it. People love it. You put some lube in it. It's a good time. And so if you go to the website and click on the Fleshlight banner again, you'll get a special discount on that as well. I hope that you will buy it there. If you're guy, if, you, if you're like, a, you know, the women listening to the show, you're like, I want to buy my man a sex toy. I don't blame you because I gave one to my married friend the other day and he's been married for like 20 years and don't get me wrong, he loves his wife so much that I was so impressed the first time I met him because he was one of these married guys who like showed me how like beautiful his wife is and how in love he is and all that stuff. But he came over my house to help me with some stuff, some technical stuff, literally like engineering stuff. This sounds wrong. But um, he was, um, I said, oh, I just got this whole thing of flashlights. Do you want one? And I saw him later on and I said, so what'd you think of the flashlight? And he's like, this sounds okay. This is going to totally refute my whole story. He's like, Emily, if it cooked, I would marry it. Even though he loves his this wife. This is the guy that he loves his joking. wife so I'm much. I'm kidding. That's I, why I, I thought so it was going to go dark. I thought you were going to say, and then he like as he was telling me to like put some wires in the wall, and he came up and went up my skirt. Oh my god, it sounds so bad. I know, but you can say 35 percent if you want to buy your guy something because guys like they might not want to buy it for themselves. They're like, oh god, this chick's going to come over and see me have this vagina, but they don't all look. It's not all like you know some porn star's pussy. It's like actually just feels good, and it's also another great couple story because you can masturbate your partner with it. I always think that hand jobs. I know guys are like hand jobs. I can give myself a hand job, but it kind of feels good when someone else is doing it. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. I actually went through a movement where I wanted to bring the um, the hand job back for a while. How would you do that, Emily? No, I'd put a proposition on the ballot or something. Start get a soapbox out there and start yelling <laughs> next to the guy job. talking about Jesus. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people were like so into hand jobs like in high school. But what, I mean, don't you think every once in a while? I know you'd rather have a blowjob, okay? Hand jobs pretty sweet. Right? Yeah, especially if she's teasing with the mouth. Teasing with the mouth. I'm not saying it has to be either a hand job or a blow job. It just it's kinda nice to bring back. And lazy ladies on Valentine's Day, why not get a flashlight, right? Less work for you. Less work for me, what if we what? If the lazy ladies get a flashlight for their mouth. A lazy lady, get a rim. Or when she has her period. Or the period, yeah. Are you gonna say that? Blow job week. No, I'm That is blow job week. That's so funny. I should do something with that too. What? I was going to say a uh, gift certificate to a massage parlor, but that's probably not very Valentine-y. You, you should give her a massage with an Emily and Tony massage candle. It's better, yeah. Because I'm telling you, so I've been, well, okay. It doesn't involve the strange, but it's better, I You're guess. Right. Yeah, I mean, women love that. But that, see, that's what I'm saying is so intimate about a massage is that I've actually been dating this guy for a little bit. And I gave him a candle and I was at his house one day and he lit it. And I... And again, no one understands these goddamn candles until you use it. And then everyone who uses it freaks out. I was okay. He lit it. And I was okay. Lay down. And I like poured a little bit on his back. And it's like, of course, everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to be hot. It's like warm oil. And he was like, oh my God. And of he course. Rubbing. It's warm. I mean, if, if you're out. burning people, the people would be Yeah. You cannot that. burn anyone. And it felt amazing. Like warm oil. It's like instantly you're like relaxed and your muscles. And I gave him this massage and I'm not even like the best massager, but it just, it makes you a good massager because you feel so good. And he just like freaked out about it. He's like, I want every cent. And it actually was a good move. In my, like I, I never, I, some guy used it on me a few months ago, but I never actually... Uh, that's not true. That's not true. Okay. Yeah, he's not listening anymore. Not, you guys aren't together anymore. I know. They anymore. always listen you to can, the show. I just I hate when they what? listen. I got in so much trouble. It's the fifth guy you used it on? <laughs> no. Second. Um, so you, you uh, light them up and then you go in the shower, right? And then you get out and the sh- it probably smells nice yeah. in the bathroom. And then you use it yeah, just I, to I just use it and pour it up in the morning because it's like I use coconut-based – I use coconut and soybean oil-based oil lotion anyway all the time because it's the most hydrating thing for your skin. Like have you read these articles like 101 uses nope. for coconut oil? 
you should do this on your health kick. I'm not going to read I about I put COVID. it on my toast. You can put it in what? your hair. You can put it on your face. So you eat you what you put on. You can use it as a lubricant. I swear to God, coconut is the miracle. Everyone Google this right now. Miracle. And so that's what my candles are made out of. So it's all natural and good for you. So Something weird about eating what you smear on you. <laughs> Not that you're going to eat it afterwards, but that you can use it for dual purposes. That's kind of weird. It is weird, but that's why it's a miracle. That's okay. why coconut oil is the miracle solution. So, um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read an email. So we've got a few minutes left. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, dear Emily, I've had a problem for a long time, but I seem too embarrassed to talk, about, to, talk to anyone about it. I'm a 38-year-old male, and I will get to, straight to the point. When I have sex, I have no problem lasting. But when I ejaculate, I don't have an orgasm. Again, I ejaculate, but there's no more tingles. This has been going on so long that it's starting to affect my love life as I'm starting to no longer enjoy sex, and I'm like, what's the point? I've tried to look this up, but I can't seem to find anything. I'd greatly appreciate any light you might be able to shed on the solution Thanks in advance. Uh, thanks in advance, Peter. So I, we've heard this before. You've heard this before, right? That people he um, he ejaculates because he actually have an orgasm. No, I hear the opposite. Opposite I hear the, usually, the yeah. Retrograde ejaculation. The retrograde ej- right. where they have all the sensation, but they don't produce anything. Right. So this sounds like uh, troublesome. This might be troublesome. So I want to say, Peter, I would say go see your doctor, see if they can figure it out. I want to know if anything's changed in your life that could have prompted the problem. Are you taking any medications? Have you had any surgeries? Have you had any pains? I mean, you say this has been going on your entire life. And a lot of times men have issues like this, but they're like nervous about talking to their doctors about it. Um, also, you know, Kegel exercises, they, they, again, see your doctor first, but through, after making my iPhone app Kegel camp, I've heard from more men that their orgasms are so much stronger and they feel so much better because of it. I have a friend who got to like level 20 on, on my, uh, Kegel camp and he was like, Emily, I swear I used to, you know, I'm, I'm coming like I was 22 years old and like my shot across the room and he's like 38. So, you know, sometimes when you strengthen your PC muscles, you can have stronger orgasms and better stamina. Um, and this is, goes for women too. You have stronger orgasms. But again, I would say, Peter, this is a unique one to me. And I would, I would have to say, yeah, talk to your doctor about this. I don't want you to be, have a frustrating sex life. And so you said when you have sex, you have no problem lasting, but you don't have the orgasm. So that bums me out. I would say okay. if it's any medication, yes. And Dr. Drew just walked in and uh, I just, I ran it past what him. What did he say? He said, go check, get checked out by a doctor. It could okay. be something very serious. Ooh. Okay. Dr. Drew, as we all know, Dr. Dupinski is very serious doctor for Rizzle. And he says, go check it out. So, Peter, that's what we got to say to you. And he's right. Okay, that's all we got time for. And, um, Anderson, thank you so much for everything tonight. Thanks, everyone. Remember, all these great gifts, sexwithelmy.com slash good vibes. Use coupon code Emily. My candles and um, make a great gift, emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code Emily. And I love you all. Thank you so much for emailing and writing and texting and Twittering and all that stuff. Love hearing from you. Thanks so much. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Crazy Girl Products carries unique pheromone-infused products that scientifically make you hotter and feel more confident. I love their new After Dark line, especially their Lip Nip Tingle. To find out what that means, go to crazygirlproducts.com, use coupon code EMILY25, and get 25% off your purchase when you buy something at crazygirlproducts.com. Crazy Girl Products.